Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast. We bring on comedian guests to tell true, meaty stories from their lives. And then we take those stories as inspiration for long-form comedic scenes. That are improvised. <laughs> that are improvised. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, cool, we have a Patreon. You can jump on there, patreon.com slash the meat improv. Uh, Jake and I do a special episode every week where we talk about uh, improv nuts and bolts, that type of thing. And we have a Discord channel where you can ask us questions or just connect it all. Uh, so there you go. Um, that, that's the plugs. Um, let's get into the, the show show. Uh, we have two um, very special guests. Uh, first, he's still in L.A., folks. <laughs> uh, and he's technically still on Herald Night, although they're not doing Herald's <laughs> in this mix. Uh, give it up for Colin McGurk. Uh, hello. Yay. I keep saying give it up. <laughs> Also, I don't know how I feel about he's still in L.A. <laughs> I don't know what that well, means or what it's supposed to imply. He didn't give up. Yeah, he's, he's still here, guys. Uh, <laughs> whatsoever. I mean, it is uh, a... Hello. Hi, Colin. You know what? I, to be honest, I didn't know that you were still in LA. You could have been somewhere else. That's uh, true. I could have made a run Idaho for it. with all those celebrities. <laughs> there are people leaving. Yeah, that's wild to me. They shouldn't be traveling. No <laughs> one uh, should be traveling for this. Everyone knows that it, when they're listening to this, that we're in the midst of the pandemic, right? Do you have to set that up? Uh, do you follow uh, that, or is that a I think they... pandemic for everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, but this episode is going to come out like relatively soon, <laughs> so it's a pandemic episode, and everyone doesn't think that we're just being that I'm just pissed off that people are traveling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, when it gets entered into the Library of Congress and they listen back to it, it'll be nice to have that Good. the context. Yeah, they'll know we weren't. Over a month ahead of schedule. <laughs> More like, literally, this is coming out tomorrow, one day. Um, our second guest, Colin, who this might explain why I said you're still in L.A., because she recently went to New York City, right in the nick of time. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Lydia Hensler. I'm, uh, I'm actually thank- not in New York. I'm in Pennsylvania at my parents' house. Well, I'm a so. dumb idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you had the, my trajectory was right. You were right about where I was headed. Just, you know, life. So, so I'm going to be in Pennsylvania for a while. I'm going to explore PA, I think, for uh-huh. quite a while before I get back to New York. So wait, Hello. you weren't, you didn't, the, the pen, you were in Pennsylvania before the inevitable New York? Yeah, it was really you- weird because I was supposed to be 
my le- I still my lease just ended in LA. Like I was supposed to be there till the end of March, but I just was so unhappy that I was like, I need to just go home. And um, and I was like, I'll just pay for an empty apartment and go home. And uh, and I was home. And the, just the timing worked out really well because I was home for like a week, and then everything just like, like, you know, got really bad. And uh, so I knew I wouldn't be headed straight to New York; that I'd be by, you know, hanging out in Pennsylvania for a, a minute. But um, it's going to be, you know, longer, a few minutes. Uh, yeah. So that actually kind of so is good timing. Living with yeah, it was really <laughs> like. Um, Good timing, but life-wise, it's weird. Like to be thirty-six and living um, with your parents with no like income, or you know, I, it's, it's <laughs> odd. It's odd. There's yeah. a reason people move out. You don't live <laughs> with them forever. It's a bizarre, weird <laughs> scenario. Yeah, there's like a right way to load the dishwasher. You know, like things like that. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't realize. Like, <laughs> just been I think I'm making, actually breakfast for myself for my did whole they, adult life this is weird did they change the way they load the dishwasher since no, no, you lived with them as a kid did you forget I no i just um i haven't lived with my mother nor have i had a dishwasher uh in since i was 17 so uh so i forgot that there's a very specific way she feels oh. the dishwasher should be filled um and i just can't do it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know that. But I don't even, my mom is to the point where she doesn't even like let me. <laughs> yeah. That's a, it. It's very funny. I was like cooking dinner for all of us and she would like come over and just start cooking. Like I would be, I'd be like at the hmm. stove cooking for everybody and she would just kind of slide in and take over. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like the way it should be done. And it was very uh, funny. It's funny. You, it's, if it's not funny, it's crazy and infuriating. So yeah. it's funny. <laughs> yes. Um, I can relate to that. No, but it's nice. I feel really lucky because I have like our relationship. I don't have like a toxic or dysfunctional relationship with my parents. So it's just like normal snapping at each other kind of stuff where you're just like, of course we are. Who isn't right now? So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I feel very lucky. um okay well i that's i actually thought you were like in new york i thought you'd like no it's uh, weird too because it's like it's weird not to be there but like it wouldn't make sense to move there in the middle like that's not responsible or smart or healthy but yeah it's weird to not be in the middle of like the like when your city is when there's it's just heartbreaking. Like you just want yeah. to be there, but there's nothing I can do. You know, I would only be adding to the problem. <laughs> yeah. More people in the city, so just stay where I'm at. Yeah, I don't know when, because I also don't know when we'll ever open. Like when it'll open. Like what? Again, is, like so. what is the, I? My roommate is uh, born and raised in Manhattan, and he said something similar to me the other day about how he feels like he wishes he were in the city, and it's. Uh, I get I you know I lived in New York for five years and I get the ownership of New York but like you you are a part of this you know the whole thing that's going on oh, all yeah, over the world if I was in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really have some street cred with the pandemic <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know what that is about, but it just I think yeah, I feel like I 
you should yeah. be there as opposed yeah, like to I should be there somehow like like that my presence would somehow be like I could help or I you're don't know. more attached to the city yeah no it's happening everywhere you're a part of yes. it uh, I wouldn't <laughs> worry so much about where you are I just think you're, I'm just so sad for the city I don't know yeah it's just hard it yeah I did yeah. have this weird uh, impulse and maybe I mentioned this last week but like I haven't been going to the grocery store. Like I've just been getting like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've just been starving. Um, <laughs> Drinking water and being scared. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Um, slowly wasting away. Um, but I've had like those, like I was doing like blue apron and those meal delivery things. And those have been so great. So I haven't had to go to the grocery store really. Um, and, uh, I had this sort of feeling, somebody was like telling me about the grocery store and I was like, should I go so that I have the first person per like perspective of the grocery store for like, in like 10 years when people are like, what was it like? And I'll be like, I don't know. I was <laughs> I, like, I won't be with individually wrapped packets of butter, and uh, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> like I won't be able to commiserate with other people. I'll I'll have somehow uh, pushed myself out of the the zeitgeist. Uh, so I was like, should I go to the grocery store? But every time I like walk past it, it looks that's just people waiting in line outside, six feet apart. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I. Uh, it seems un- it seems like I'll just I'll I'll skip it. Are you just doing meal prep stuff? Is that how you're skipping it or takeout or what? Yeah, yeah, meal prep. Uh, I'll I'll do yeah I'll do like delivery maybe like once a week or, or well twice a week. Uh, Come uh, on, who am man. I kidding? Uh, <laughs> Every night. Every night. <laughs> Hold on, there's someone at the door. <laughs> I did get some sandwiches earlier today. Uh, um, and I've been justifying that by being like, I'm supporting the uh, economy in restaurants. Um, uh, I, I got to order a breakfast sandwich um, uh, from a place I've never had before. They need me. Um, uh, but it's primarily just been like, yeah, meal prep and like uh, stuff I don't have to cook, like protein bars or like snacks, fruits, things like that. That's my. I've that's been my out regimen. there in the in the grocery stores. I've been to. <laughs> I could tell you like the differences between each one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Trader Joe's, Vons, Super Eight, Super A. Uh, is there Super King? Super Kim? Eight. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> You're going to hotels for groceries. <laughs> You're having trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get whatever I can. Uh, I really have been to a lot of Vons. I already said that. <laughs> It's a it's a weird it's a weird thing having to go uh, with like a you know a, a bandana on and like gloves on and stuff and it's weird to see everyone else doing that but it's so much freakier to see like the one guy walking around without anything on yeah. uh with every time I go there's at least one guy who's just like oh, I just came in to pick up a couple stuff like he <laughs> he's just like totally out of it and like will stand close to you and everything and I'm like buddy stop picking things up and putting it back down like uh and I want to yell and like I don't want to be aggressive in these times but I also feel like everybody's thinking the same thing like hey get yeah. the fuck out of here guy <laughs> 
<laughs> well, people are like, well, I'm not worried. And it's like, yeah, but you covering yourself is for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 People don't get that. It's like, it's not about you actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in a CVS and I was like waiting in line and everybody was so beautifully distanced. And, uh, we were like, <laughs> So proud. I feel like everyone in line was like very proud of themselves. We're like, look at us. We're so far away. Um, and then like this family came in and it was no masks, no gloves, two children who were just pawing everything. And, like, and I was just like beside myself because it was like, I wanted to say something, but like, I can't say anything when things aren't even a big deal. So I, I don't know why I think I'm going to rise up and be able to be like, now's my moment to be confrontational. <laughs> but it's just like it was not it just was so irresponsible and and i was just scared i'm like these kids are like putting their mouths on like Ugh. stuff and you're just like you're you're hurting everyone and getting hurt <laughs> anyway, yeah. i've enjoyed wearing a bandana out i feel like <laughs> i can't agree like- with you more i don't know what the next thing you're gonna say is jake but i think it's so cool that we get to wear bandanas now i think like, it's so fucking cool i see somebody at like bandanas i don't have a bandana everybody i've been just wearing like, bandanas my bandana. <laughs> I, got a couple. I have so many bandanas i've been wanting to be a bandana guy for years i know <laughs> i i ordered one because i i didn't have one either lydia because i'm an adult and thought like uh, the days of me like wearing a bandit like are done when you're an adult and now it's like it, hey if you're going out you get to dress like a bandit like i am i literally I, have, I, I literally have six different bandanas all pre-quarantine <laughs> i just said i feel like for me going to coachella is why i had to get bandanas <laughs> to like cover your face or i just had him but also like like going to concerts and being a sketch doing sketch comedy is like like i got stuff <laughs> yeah, they were like you gotta wear wigs to go to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> um hi um excuse me uh would you mind just not um just putting your hands on everything in the in the soap aisle. It's um. Well, it's the 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 soap. It's clean. It's a self cleaning thing, so I think it's fine. Well, right, but the um, I'm sorry again. Sorry. Um, you work here? Um, no, I don't. Which is why okay. this is really hard for me to do. Um, it's just the workers are overwhelmed, and I um, I'm just trying to be. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm a hero or a vigilante. <laughs> Nobody's saying that you're a hero, ma'am. Okay, I just, I'm just gonna I mean, go. I'm just hey, uh, look. I'm, I touch the soap. It's fine. Soap's clean. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep walking. The packaging isn't, sir. The packaging. Everybody's touching the packaging, and you're putting it back. So you, there's fingerprints all over all of the soap. I I have a uh, uh, an allergy to a lot of soaps. Okay, so I'm trying to find the one that I need specifically for me. All right, so you don't know me. Uh, and what I'm going through right now. Okay, it's hard for me to find a soap. All right. So I have to touch multiple soaps to get the one so that I don't break out, okay? Do you know how hard that is to take a shower and then come out of the shower and be itchy? That's my life. I mean, I've had winter. Like, I know what it's like to have itchy skin. You had winter? Yeah. (laughs) 
I've existed in winter, so my like, skin. I don't know what 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 gives you the the nerve to just come up to somebody minding their own business in a supermarket. I'm I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. I'm you know. I'm trying to protect everyone in here. You. I don't think that's your job. I don't think that's your job. I think it is your job as a citizen. Down the aisle, uh, there's a guy with his head in like a an ice cream fridge, just rummaging through all the Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is my moment. I have to go. That's fine. We see, that, <laughs> we see that Lydia's in like a big plastic bubble with like two of those like uh, extendable arms, and she just rolls down the aisle to the guy in the ice cream. <laughs> sir, sir. What? You can't you can't be just palming all the food and sticking your face near all the food. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You're getting your germs everywhere. Um, I'm looking for half baked. <laughs> oh, that I'm sure everyone's already bought half baked. It's the only really good one. <laughs> Agreed on that. I could settle for chubby hubby, but I'm not gonna be thrilled about it. Um sometimes they keep them in the back. I know how they stock them here. These guys, they just push them from the back forward. So you can't be careful enough. This one, I found a Froyo half-baked, but uh, I don't know if it's the same. Everything's dry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The like, I feel like the, you know, the little cookie part is very dry in the Froyo version. Exactly. Okay. Then I won't, then I should just forego it. We're not so different, you and I. We're like similar. I thought we were really different because you weren't respecting the rules of quarantine and the pandemic, but we both agree on Froyo. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried this caramel core? (laughs) Holds it right up to her bubble. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm rolling away. I'm rolling away. It's that bad? It's terrible. Ma'am, cheese. Try a cheese. Here's a... These are cheese samples. Try cheese. Get your fingers away from my bubble. Get your fingers away from my bubble. I'm gonna have to wash the outside of my bubble. You see, this is just Jake with cheese in his sweatshirt. <laughs> oh my god, you don't even work here. Hey, uh, hey, Jake! I found my soap. I need. Let's get out of here. I'll, hold on, I got more cheese to hand out. I'll, uh... <laughs> All right, I'll go start the car and uh, blow some kisses at people. I don't know. We cut to the the line at a Trader Joe's. Hey, can I just say for a second? Look at us. Just look at us. Look at it. This is at least six, maybe seven, eight feet apart. You got your gloves on. You have a mask on. You know, it's days like this that make me proud to be an American. It's days like this that make me proud of Americans. <laughs> so, feeling pretty good about the state of affairs right now. I get it. We don't all want to speak up. Huh? A lot of us are, we wouldn't normally talk at a grocery store. <laughs> it's not normal for someone to start pontificating. But it could be normal for someone to just start making a speech. We see him literally stand up on an apple box. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> Days like today. 
that we're going to tell our grandkids about. Heck, you there, you're with your grandkid right now. But maybe one day your grandkid will tell his grandkids about the time that they're with their grandma in the middle of the COVID-19 outbreak. (laughs) He climbs up on (laughs) on top of like the between things and like the register thing. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) It starts ringing that bell. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Attention Trader Joe's customers. I want to issue a hearty congratulations to everybody in this store for following the quarantine guidelines, for taking precautions. <laughs> the person at a register starts to like go t- towards his like, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> for taking precautions, for being good citizens, and even more than that, good people. You, sir. Where? What's your name? <laughs> the guy <clears throat> clearly has, like, full-size headphones on. He's just, like, you, bobbing sir. his head. <laughs> yes, bobbing the head. He's with me. <laughs> he agrees. We should all be proud to be Americans today. Ma'am. You, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're the type of person that would gladly share a squirt of hand sanitizer with a neighbor, just so you know that we'd all be a little bit safer because of it. Am I right? Um, I don't know. Honestly, like, it depends on how much I have. <laughs> I, I, I'm down to my last bottle, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't honestly say that I would. I'm sorry. Okay. And that's honesty. And that type of honesty is important during the pandemic. I bet you if you asked nice enough, she'd give you a squirt of the hand sanitizer. You, <laughs> sir. Do you need one? I don't know why. I why need a squirt. Do you need some sanitizer? I could use a squirt. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm out of hand sanitizer. <laughs> I'm out of t- paper products and toilet paper. I've been showering after every time I take a number two. Sir, are you because going that's to um the type of person and hero we are expected to be in these moments. After most number twos I take a shower. Sir, are you gonna buy all the um these apples in this apple box? <laughs> oh, that's just I was using it to stand on. Okay, well you're still over the uh, twenty item or less thing, so you gotta go to a different aisle. <laughs> Rules. Rules are important. Uh, outside, <laughs> outside, we see uh, some guy uh, like push a woman out of the way from getting hit by a bus. Oh my god! Uh, everybody, go outside. There's a hero outside. They all start uh, filing outdoors. <laughs> oh my god! A hero! A hero! Oh, I've never seen one of those before. Get that man a cape! Oh my god! That guy's amazing. Ah, yes. Me and the Trader Joe's workers. (laughs) Equal servants at this time. He tries to put his arm around a couple of them. Get off of me, man. Get off of me. Get off of me. Six feet. All of it. Oh, you're not doing six feet. Wow. (laughs) To think that a pandemic could make us all good friends. (laughs) It's really something that makes your head spin. You, sir, can I have your phone number? 
We could check in on each other multiple times a day. <laughs> you could call me when there's toilet paper. I could let you know when I need it. <laughs> you, the person stocking yeah. the produce aisle. You and I. Yeah. yeah. Who, we could fall in love. No, what? You, well, we could. <laughs> I mean, we cut, to, <laughs> we cut to Josh's character getting home uh, to his roommate. Hey, man, what took you so long at the grocery store? <laughs> you don't even want to know. <laughs> First of all, I, <laughs> I forgot the list. I didn't get any toilet paper or paper products. <laughs> I got 20 apples. Let's get back into the meat part of the podcast. This is where one of our guests shares a true meaty story from their life. Um, Colin. Hello. You're up first. <laughs> um, uh, great. I grew up in New Jersey, uh, South Jersey, which is the Garden State. And uh, I used to go camping with my brother and my father and my uncle a lot uh, growing up. Uh, we'd go every summer. We would either go to uh, the Delaware Water Gap or, or um, uh, you know, the Appalachians in uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, we went up to Lake Placid. And my uncle and my father are not related. They are, uh, they are both married sisters, my mom and my aunt. Right? That makes sense, everyone? <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> They are both born on the same day of the same year. So they are astrological twins and they are just polar opposites in personalities. Um, my, my uncle is this uh, big, uh, he always reminded me of uh, Blue the Bear, uh, a very jovial, like big guy, uh, looked exactly like Nick Nolte. Looks so much like Nick Nolte that he once got stopped in Hawaii uh, <laughs> smuggling in some marijuana uh, with my aunt. Uh, they flew into Hawaii and he was smuggling in some weed and he gets stopped when they get to Hawaii by this cop. And my aunt's the one who had all the weed on her. So she just like walked away and just left him there. <laughs> and then so he finally showed up like at the hotel like a half hour later, met up with her again. And it turned out that uh, the cop, they weren't getting busted. The cop, uh, all these, all these Hawaiian girls thought it, that he was Nick Nolte and he had to, uh, like sign autographs to get him to, to leave him alone <laughs> because my aunt walked away, <laughs> my aunt walked away. So she wouldn't help him. Like she just ignored him the whole time when he was like, can you come tell these people I'm not Nick Nolte? Uh, and it's Hawaii too. So I don't understand why he, like, it was such a hard thing for him, but <laughs> that's how much i mean that's he was identical in the 70s to nick nolte so we would go camping so my father my uncle i don't have a good description of my father other than uh him and my uncle they never seem to really get along <laughs> and uh we they would take us camping every summer and they were the greatest like times in my life and and uh we would always get into like there's always a story that comes up now. Like every time we all get back together, we're always telling camping stories. Like the time that, uh, my dad almost got my dad, his car stalled out on a uh, train tracks. 
while a train was coming and I was in the car behind him with my uncle and my best friend and him and my older brother were in the car and uh, my father, and my older brother were in the car ahead of us and their car stalls on train tracks. Jesus. And as, yeah, as the train's coming down, you know, the, the bars that come down, the dividers that keep you, they start to come down. And my uncle, you know, puts his car in reverse and he backs up and he moves away. And I say to my uncle, I'm like, Oh, you're giving him room to, to, to back out of there. And my uncle says, no, I just don't want any debris to hit my car. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like 13 at that point. Uh, And my my brother, my, what had happened was like my brother had knocked it into neutral or something. And so they, and they were, they couldn't figure out, they, they made it off the train tracks. They're both alive. Uh, but that's kind of the relationship. Go ahead. Cartoon. I was just going to say, that's like, a. they're all cartoons. They they are two cartoon characters. (laughs) It's like, it's like Popeye and blue, the bear, like hanging out together. Uh, cause they're both really grumpy guys too. Uh, um, but, uh, all sorts of weird stuff would always happen on these camping trips. One of them, uh, I'm just going to tell like multiple riff off multiple things. Uh, this one time we went camping at a place that we had never been before. And uh, we always like to get out and explore because we do real camping, like tent, woods. You know, we make sure it's a campground to a certain extent. We don't just go out into like a national park or anything like that. We try to follow the rules, but we never take a camper or <laughs> stay in a cabin or anything like that. We always try to find something a little more off the grid and a little more rustic. And so this one time we were up in uh, Pennsylvania and uh, we, you know, drive up, park the cars, start unloading everything. And my brother immediately like takes off into the woods, uh, probably to pee, but also just to explore, like just to see what what we have around us. (laughs) And uh, on the way up, we always play like car games, you know, 20 questions. Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> That's a game where like one person thinks of something and then you ask questions like, well, is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> and you get like 20 questions to whittle it down and think of the thing. So my brother's out in the woods and he, he yells, guys, uh, you should come here. And we're like, Ian, come on, we're, we're unloading the car. Uh, and he's like, no, I found something. And uh, my uncle goes, is it bigger than a bread box? (laughs) And my brother goes like, yeah, it's about the size of a tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) And we we were camping right next to like a cemetery, like an old Civil War cemetery was like literally, I don't know, 30 yards, like just just over the next like ridge. Uh, uh, The only time. Now I tell you, I try to tell these stories because I want to tell this one story. Because uh, we've had times, uh, the last camping trip, I think my, or one of the last camping trips, my my best friend was splitting wood with an axe, and he chopped right into his foot. Oh, and we uh, uh, just kind of duct taped it, and then stayed. You know, we didn't go home. We didn't go to the hospital. Um, uh, he still has a big scar. Uh, he went on like a 10 mile hike the next day. Uh, but I tell you that because my, the one time we've ever ended a camping trip early 
was we, we always brought up like you know chicken wings and things to cook and uh chicken wings was a big one on the camping uh, itinerary <laughs> list of things to have uh we would always cook uh, chicken wings maybe some steak uh but primarily uh just uh legs and wings chicken breasts things like that uh and we always just liked them with hot sauce and salt but this one year my uncle brought up his own like marinade i guess a homemade marinade and uh the first night we were up there we had about a hundred wings right uh and legs between four guys and uh my uncle marinades 50 of them but my dad doesn't let him marinate the other 50 because he's like i don't know if this is going to be any good and uh <laughs> and he so he wouldn't let my uncle have the other 50 to marinate because he didn't want to ruin them <laughs> and then so we ate <laughs> we ate my uncle's like marinade ones and my dad he, he chose not to like it to begin with <laughs> but, <laughs> but he obviously was like i'm not eating this and he was like how about i cook up the other 50 and we do it my way and you know me and my brother are just like we don't care we're just hungry <laughs> and they uh get into such a like an uh a petty like argument about it about like like they don't outwardly say like hey you're being an ass they're just like well i'll eat my i'll eat my marinated chicken wings and you eat your non-marinated chicken wings (laughs) then they just go to bed early (laughs) the first thing that happens in the morning when i wake up is that the cars are mostly packed (laughs) so we've been camping for like eight hours basically (laughs) we drive all the way back home to new jersey and uh and nobody says a word the entire like you know six hour car ride or whatever it was until uh my uncle drops us off uh and we unload the stuff out of the back of the truck and the last thing my uncle said was to my mother which is like hey carla there's plenty of chicken wings in there for you to cook because <laughs> we didn't eat any of them because they were so mad oh, that's my camping story <laughs> wait can i ask a question yeah please do is that allowed i can't remember if we're allowed um is the um was it just you your brother and your dad and then your uncle um, uh, it, 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 no, it was never, we were always allowed to, I think we hit a certain age where we were always allowed to each bring a friend. So like, we, I guess my question is like, it's basically your family and then your uncle who's not related. Oh, and they don't get along. <laughs> oh yeah. So my family, no, my aunt and my uncle don't have a uh, kid. I don't have any cousins. Uh, yeah, my uncle is it's the coolest guy. Like he's a real sweet man. And he was like born in Alaska, raised in Texas. Uh, he learned to ski in Vietnam. Well, he learned to ski. He, he got, he was in the army during Vietnam <laughs> he was in the army during Vietnam and he got stationed in Germany and he learned to ski. <laughs> like like snow ski? 
Yeah, yeah. Snowski. No idea how, but that's where he was during the <laughs> Vietnam War. Uh, really, <laughs> really fun, interesting dude. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, him and my aunt. And he's the only like non-blood relative that I have. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he's my uncle. I've known him my whole life. But like technically, he's the only one that I don't have any blood relation to. Huh. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, when, I, maybe I missed this. When's the last time you went camping together? Oh, God, I might have been that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it had to be, you know, I think we went, I actually think the last time might have been when my buddy Rich chopped a, a hole into his foot. Um, and that was up in Woodstock, I believe. But we were old enough. We also, I mean, that is also when I started like drinking alcohol uh, <laughs> because they would just buy a couple of 30 packs. And even when I was like 15, you know, it was just my father and my uncle and my brother, two friends. Um, and so under this adult supervision, you know, I think that's the first time I probably got drunk on beer. Yeah. Um, but then I do remember also the last time we went, I had to be in my twenties. Like I remember going to a bar with them, <laughs> uh, like on the way up or on the way home. Uh, so in my, probably, probably my early twenties is probably the last time we went. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is funny that we, we almost, uh, I was gonna say, it's funny that your dad and your uncle are like tied in this, like their vacation is somehow tied together. <laughs> yeah. Always. Uh, <laughs> ski trips, uh, holidays, like they have such a, you know what it, we always thought it was like, um, uh, cause my uncle is such a sweet sweet guy and my dad is kind of a uh i don't want to say an ass he's not an ass he's got a sharp wit uh and and can be mean <laughs> what kind of <laughs> i think my my uncle is like a genuinely like sweet man and, and my father is a sweet man but he's he, he's very uh he's got a razor sharp tongue uh and it always reminded us of um uh, Chevy Chase and Randy Quaid from uh, <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Like that was what their relationship was like growing up. Oh, jeez. Sorry, sweetie. Uh, it looks like they're going to get ba- ambushed by this whole crowd of people at the airport. They're probably going to think you're Gerard Butler, so we should probably just let you do your thing, uh, sign a few autographs, answer a few questions, take a few photos, shake a few hands. Uh, honey, wait, wait, uh, you want me to, sh- you want me to do, uh, just, do, you want me to you're either going to fight us and we're going to have to be beating them off the car as they try to chase us, or you can just, <laughs> you, you can just been saying this for years. I don't see it. I don't think I look anything like Gerard Butler and I no t- one has ever said I look like Gerard Butler other than you. And you, Let's you just get ahead of the curve the here. Folks, folks, it's Gerard. <laughs> no, no, no. Step on up. No, 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 no. Put your Ask him down. any questions you want. He's happy to take a photo, airport. to sign a picture. They'll do a TikTok with you, whatever you want to do. You look different. You look different than in your movies. You look different. 
Okay, ma'am. He only said I was uh, Gerard. I don't even think he did. You eat? Okay. So do you think you Gerard learn to surf? Or do you think Mavericks? Did you learn to surf, or was it CGI? I haven't it's seen Mavericks. that movie, and I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. I'm not that person. Oh. Sweetheart, I'm going to go sort out the rental brother. car. You just deal with all this so it's all over with, okay? Is this what this is about? Are you just don't trust me to handle the rental car agreement that you're just no, trying to no, pawn no. me off with strangers in an airport? Folks, ask him anything you want about P.S. I love you. Was he really in love uh, with his co-star in the I movie? Did he? Does he still write letters? That was going to be my question. <laughs> oh, wow. That was my question. Are, were you really in love in that movie? I mean, I, I again, I haven't seen that movie. I don't know a lot about Gerard Butler's it. works, but I can assume. No, I was not oh, in it. I am not in the third person. I don't care for that. <laughs> I hate when they do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a fan of that. Look, will you, everybody, I could just just to answer your question, I'm going to assume that no, they weren't in love because they're actors and it's all make believe. Ah. Hey, on, honey, hey, hey, you want a question? Hey, my, wife got, my wife got away from me. Hold on. Hey, hey. hey, where are you going? I'm trying to get the rental car before you disappoint all these fans and cause a riot. Tell them you were in love on the set. I don't even know who the co-star is in that movie. Okay, I can't. Well, let's make Google a rise it. It was Hillary um, Swank. <laughs> Tell them you were in love with Hillary Swank. I think Jar Butler's married. I think he's been married for a long time. And he, honey, look. Let's just get the rental car agreement. I, let me help out. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, get out of here. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you Are you looking to rent a car? Yes. Yes, we are. Great. I just need to see a form of ID for anybody who's going to be driving the car. Uh, sure. Uh, it'll, just be the the <laughs> no, it'll just That's be not... me driving the car. No, it'll just be me driving the car. We didn't talk about that at all. Why would? What okay, you want to give well... me your ID and then have a slew of questions as to why you're using. Why it's not Gerard Butler's ID? Why it's a fake ID? You, you want to get lost? Why in are you using a, wait? Why are you using a fake ID, Gerard? I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm not using a fake ID, and I, honey, I just I don't heard think, your partner say you're using a fake ID. Am I led to believe that you use a fake ID gosh. and could possibly never have been in love with Hillary Swank? <laughs> is that what? what? How is that even relevant to this conversation that Look we're having? You did. First of you just all, had to raise a stink. It, I didn't raise a stink. You're pressing all this on me. Okay, look, sir, I won't drive the car. My wife will drive the car. Uh, you take her ID, okay? That's okay. that's fine. I just want to get out of this airport at this point. Okay, and give him, okay. give him a, tell him something about what it was like being on the set of 300. Well, just to <laughs> tide us all over. Oh, yes, please give me give me a little breadcrumb of what it was like to be on 300. <laughs> Um, Michael Fassbender was really great to work with. We could all tell he was going to be a big star one day. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Um, just for that, I'll throw in a free uh, GPS. We yes. don't need GPS anymore. We, we, that's such an irrelevant thing to throw in. I have GPS on my phone. Why would don't, I need a GPS? I don't need a TomTom. Being a diva, <laughs> I'm not. I don't think anyone calls him Jerry either. I think he goes According by Wikipedia, They do. <laughs> Lyle, Lyle, did you steal all the GPSs and are trying to dole them out again? I told you to get rid of them, and you just hoarded what? them, and now are giving them as extras. Yeah, yeah. I slip them to anybody who gives me some sweet movie trivia. <laughs> We're not. 
We, it makes us look old and dated. Okay? What? This Tom Tom tells you where the nearest red lobster is. How is that not fun? It's, I, we are trying to be a very hip car rental company. And when you throw out GPSs to people, like they're cool. Can I interrupt you guys for a second? Oh my God. Are you Gerard? I'm not. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I just, look, I, me and my wife, we're almost out the door, but I just heard something. You're not that would married. Drive me. Are you, yes. you're not married. I think I am married and Gerard Butler is married. <laughs> you're married. I'm pretty sure I've Googled you late at night and you're not we have, married. <laughs> we have an open relationship. Uh, no, we don't. Don't say that. Don't. I don't want people thinking that. Even in this fantasy world that you're living in, I don't want people thinking that you're or I are not 100% committed to each other. Also, where is the best, closest Red Lobster on the, this island? Because I think it's pretty interesting that people go to Hawaii and want to know where the best Red Lobster is. <laughs> Don't be, don't, don't be snooty. Don't be snooty. I'm being sincere. It's you'll, probably a really good red lobster, hun. We well, you'll never know it. because you turned down the Tom Tom. So okay. I guess you won't be able to find the red lobster. Give me the Tom Tom, Lyle. Give me the Tom Tom. Give it, give it. Thank Here. you. Thank you. If you tell me some facts about Dead of Thieves, I'll throw in one of those cassette things that you plug in that lets you play from a CD player. I don't, I... Come on. Den of Thieves. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman were like, were pros. You know, they were uh, just That's working with. <laughs> what movie are you what thinking was that? of? Are you, are you thinking of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? <laughs> Look, I don't know what Den of Thieves is. I don't like Gerard Butler. I don't like Gerard Butler, okay? Wow. I don't like him. I don't like his movies. I don't. He's a he's a he's a B minus action star. We see this. We see this scene uh, now on a TV screen on TMZ. (laughs) Gerard Butler loses his mind at a Hawaii airport. Says he doesn't like himself or his own movies. What's up with this guy? That's crazy. I mean, yeah. What's his deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The little Scottish guys are wild. Uh, uh, I got some footage of Hillary Swank coming out of a Red Lobster in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> Those biscuits were trash. <laughs> were trash. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually Hillary Swank. I take you, Derek, to be my lawfully wedded husband in sickness and in health as a best friend to my sister's husband for as long as we both shall live. What did you say? You said it. I said, me. I said that I'll be your wife in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, richness poor, and that you will be the best friend to my sister's husband for as long as you shall live. 
Your turn. Um, <laughs> we see her sister's husband is uh, trying to wrestle his tie away from a goat. I brought you here. You said you would be on your best behavior. <laughs> Let me get this back. <laughs> Look, I don't think he heard that, thank God. Um, and I, Derek, uh, uh, take you, Catherine, as my lawfully wedded wife. Uh, and also, um, we'll mostly hang out with each other. What did you say? No. I will be friendly with your wife. His lifelong best bud, even though you are so different and don't get along. And I would walk five and I would walk five hundred more. Be the man who walked a thousand miles to at your door. I had it stuck in my head. Sorry. You got to sing it all out when you get an earwig like that, you know? Go on with the proceedings. Would you get the goat away from the flower girl, please? Hey, come here. Come here. You said, you said, you said you wouldn't do this to me this time. Sweetheart, I promise, Michelle. <laughs> I got him the goat. I thought that that would be enough. I, oh, that was a nice gesture, but now it's like it's your goat together. I'm not caring for that goat. <laughs> not, I don't want to care for him. I don't. <sighs> I do. We're just, uh, Thank you. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. <laughs> We cut. We cut to the um, the reception. Uh, ding 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 ding. Uh, would anybody like to uh, give a toast uh, to the newly uh, wedded couple? Any memories you'd like to share? Or anything? oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, hey, you don't everybody. have to speak. Oh no. Brother, oh. I got it. I got you. Now you're Derek's best friend and <sighs> Catherine's uh, brother, correct? That is 100% correct. My name no, is Catherine's Jerry. Catherine's wife's <laughs> husband. Oh, right. My sister's yes. husband. Yes, My yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Not Catherine's... in our family for marriage. Yeah. Yes, sorry. It's fine. Uh, you can call me Jerry. Uh, my name's Gerard. Uh, but everyone calls me Jerry, especially D-Man, Derek. <laughs> Brother, I am so happy that you are marrying my wife's sister. You got it. And becoming my best friend. <laughs> when we were doing cocaine off of that stripper for your bachelor party, and we like looked eye to eye, and I said, you're my best friend. And you said, you're my best fucking friend. <laughs> and then we went to town on that chick together. <laughs> oh, man. That was, like, the best moment of my life. <laughs> and then you got me Rochelle the goat. <laughs> and you were like, here, man, we're going to take care of this goat forever. Together. 
I was like, holy shit, this guy is like, this guy is almost a little too much, right? I mean, because Jerry likes to fly free most of the time, but man, you tied me down. Sweetheart, no, at my bachelor party, we locked him in a closet. I don't know what he thinks happened in there. (laughs) It sounds like you had both had sex with a stripper. No, I think he. It's not what happened. I I opened the door. Then I opened the closet door the next morning, and he had I think had sex with a suit jacket, but I, I don't know. <laughs> and I wore that suit jacket today. <laughs> and I wore that suit jacket today, and every day, every day from the, here to eternity. All right, Derek, because me and you, we share a bond that is only reserved for. Men that have uh, served in war together, you know. Okay. We shot that homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> we shot him. We were like, I just want to know what it feels like to kill a man before <laughs> before I die by marrying this old bag. You know. Derek. And I was like, ah, I don't know, Derek. That's wild. <laughs> oh my god, Catherine, I didn't Did do that. No, it's all right, man. I got rid of the gun. Got rid of the body. What do you think Rochelle the goat's been eating? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Sweetheart, this, none of this for you, is Derek. Right. You're my best friend. <laughs> for our bachelor party weekend, we locked him in a closet. <laughs> you do know me, okay? We he took he took an. Oh, no, yes, you do. The I'm the same guy. We locked him in a closet during Bachelor Weekend, and we all had a game night. All right, I'm just I'm still the same old dweeb, Derek, that you knew before. I'm going. I'm googling missing persons. I'm googling. I'm gonna see if. Yeah, good, good luck. You're gonna find a homeless guy in a missing persons Google. Oh, Derek, I don't know, buddy. You can do better than this trick. Stop it. Stop. What's the, I got your back, man. Bros before female sex workers. She's not a sex. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like to I say ho anymore. I don't think it's a it's P, it's not PC to call people that. Well, if you're right there, how did you? You got one of those Britney Spears mics. I, I can't. I can't even take it off you. How did you, you get, can't get this mic away from me? I'm also the DJ of your wedding, so let's hit it. All right. Uh, welcome everyone to the floor for the first dance. Uh, Derek and his wife. Her name is Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> you know. When I wake up, yes, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be waking up with you. Guys, I'm not playing the game anymore. I think I found something. Uh, it's bigger than a bread box. Yeah, it's bigger than a bread box, okay? I, <clears throat> okay. Is it, is it okay. alive? Is it alive? Yeah. No, I think he used to be alive. I think I found We didn't ask. Don't give us info. We didn't ask for it. Yeah. I'm not playing a game anymore. Can you come help me? Okay, is it bigger than two bread boxes? Yes, it's bigger than two bread boxes. I mean, the pieces are spread out. So I, but yes, I don't know. Stop. It's not fun to play. for no game. We're down to. Hey, we technically hey, have 18 kids. questions left, but I'm going to knock a few off because I said it's a guy and it's in pieces. What? 
Can you help your father unload the car, please? All right? We got to get this tent set up. We got to get a fire going. All right? Where's Dad. Jake? Jake, what are you doing? Dad, I found something over in the woods. I, I think it, uh, I don't want to touch Okay. All right. You found something or you found someone? I found someone. I found someone. Are, they, are they famous? It's <laughs> a good one. Would good you just come, <laughs> okay, you no, just but you come to... help me? <laughs> I'm the Is one who needs help. Famous? I'm the one who needs help. <laughs> Is this person more or less famous than, um, let's say, Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell? <laughs> Way more famous. <laughs> Way more famous, okay? Uh, Mark Paul Gosler? <laughs> I would argue that Dustin Diamond's more famous than Mark Paul. (laughs) No, Mark Paul had a career afterwards. Okay, you guys are surprisingly close. (laughs) You're the only one who watched Frank. You guys could be helping me unpack the car while we do this, all right? You can be grabbing stuff. Was the person on Franklin and Bash? No, no. (laughs) I... uh, this is weird, but honestly, you were closer in the same by the bell direction. <laughs> Please come help uh, me. Don't give us no, clues. We didn't no, ask. If anyone was his catchphrase, "Hey, hey, hey! What is going on here?" I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Lydia. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> you say that all the time. Stop trying to get us to believe that you. I don't know what's going on a lot of the time. <laughs> so I just have to address everybody as a group and ass. <laughs> it's a good catchphrase, Lydia, but no, you're not. We met Mr. Belding. Okay, Jake, is it your sister, Lydia? What? No, it's not my sister, Lydia. Good guess. It's, good guess. Uh, 15 uh, left. Would you just come help me, okay? There's pieces of them everywhere. And I, I think that we need to call somebody or alert the authorities or at the very least. Hey, okay, all right. Look, we're not taking this seriously. Let's take it seriously, okay? Yeah, thank God, yes. If there's pieces of him everywhere, then he can't be bigger than a bread box. And each individual piece is therefore bigger than a bread box. Am I right? Good. It doesn't Good matter. Day. It's are half the pieces bigger than a? Are most of the pieces bigger than a bread box? Bread box. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's probably someone. Yes. Fat. <laughs> probably no, a big guy. it's not. I honestly, I don't know how you got so far off track. You were right there. It does not matter, though. This is at least an emergency, okay? It appears that there was some sort of, like, ritual that had happened, and there is, like, a lot of, like... Don't take the fun out of it. Don't take the fun out of it. All right, was it a satanic ritual? Huh? Sorry, Lid. I don't know. There was chicken blood, and... uh, That is... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, chicken blood. Is it? Do, where are our chicken wings? Uh, well, they're in the uh, they're in the cooler, which oh, is all okay. the way in the back of the car. Okay. So if you want to eat tonight, you have to get everything out of the car to get to the cooler. Okay. I'm telling you, we're not going to be able to eat here. They're going to quarantine and cl- close off this whole zone once they find out that there's dismembered body parts of famed TV actors. No, 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 no. Well, we'll eat first then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's put the game on pause. Let's get everything out. 
Let's get a fire going. Let's get the All tent right, set the... up. Look, you're gonna. Okay, here I'll help. I'll help you move the thing. <laughs> I'll oh, set up thanks. the camping chairs. <laughs> Uh, we cut to like four hours later. They're all sitting around the campfire eating chicken wings. <laughs> These are so good. Oh, thank you. Your old man still uh, still got it, huh? Yeah. These are really good. They're like really spicy. <clears throat> all right, Josh. What number were we on? <sighs> I think 13. We had 13 questions left. Um, Jake, you didn't eat any of your chicken wings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, because you saw. Yeah, you needed those special. You need to eat them. I'm not hungry. Okay, <laughs> it, I saw one of my childhood stars uh, chopped up into pieces. The Chewbacca. <laughs> Was it Was Chewbacca? Chewbacca on Saved by the Bell Band? Was Chewbacca on Saved by the Bell Band? There's a dead Chewbacca out there. I'm gonna be so pissed you didn't tell me earlier. It's not Chewbacca. Also, that is a man in a costume. This is not a man in a costume. Oh, don't tell us that. Don't give anything away. Hey, come on. I'm not- <laughs> okay, did he have rape allegations that were squashed while he was on the show? Yikes. Um, <laughs> I don't know who that yes is. Yes or no? <laughs> Does he now host like Access Hollywood or one of those dumb things? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Oh my God, Mario Lopez is in there. <laughs> I won, I won. All right. Well, we didn't even take turns right. We got to start a new round. Hold on. I'm going to go look. I'm sorry. You should <sighs> Google it though, because he was a cute grape. Really? Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't okay. be one of your childhood stars anymore. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got a new one. I got a new one. Ask me, <laughs> ask me a question. Is it bigger than a bread box? No. What are we doing? We've got to report. Does it make a web? Does it make a web? No. No. Bigger than a bread box. Maybe it was a spider. Okay. A bread box, Lydia, a bread box is as big as a loaf of bread because it holds a loaf of bread in it. He said it wasn't bigger than a bread box. Oh, okay. So you just all the way down to spider? I'm sorry, huh? I'm sorry. You're right. It means uh, a lot to me that you apologize, Dad. You haven't. You just learned how to do that, and I appreciate it. I see you, and I hear you, and I respect you. Thanks. I appreciate it. I yeah. hear and appreciate your apology. I don't think we Nine. should be playing this game. Nineteen your left. Sister and I are having a moment, <laughs> Jake. Is it the hatchet that was used to chop up Mario Lopez? Whoa! How, how do you know how it happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm just assuming because you ran off into the woods. Also, Jakey, look, I don't know what you saw out there, but if it was chopped up with a hatchet, I really doubt that you could identify it as Mario Lopez. I mean, unless it just happened and you could clearly see Mario Lopez's head, but. It looks like this place has been undisturbed for at least a couple weeks. You know what I mean? So that body's got to be decomposing pretty okay. hardcore. We agree that there's a decomposing body where we're camping. So we Okay, should- so it's still so we're still on Jake and we've decided it's not Mario Lopez. <laughs> so 10 questions left. All right, mine was a chicken wing.
All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast. Our guest tells a true meaty story. Lydia, you're up. Who would you like to talk about? Um, okay, so my story is about my first weekend in New York, which feels appropriate because I moved to New York. Because right now we were talking about New York earlier and um, being in a global pandemic. And I moved <laughs> to New York like a month after 9-11, and, uh, which was weird of me to do, I guess. Everybody was kind of like, are you still going? And I was like, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I have to get there. <laughs> I have to miss it. Um, no, I, uh, so I went, I was going to musical theater school and, um, and yeah, so I was going to musical theater school and, uh, they were this musical theater school. I don't know if I've talked about it before on the podcast, but it was AMDA and, um, like, don't sue me, but there was like, people would call it AMDA scamda, um, because <laughs> that a lot of, a lot of people in, um, and they didn't have, we didn't have dorms really. We had, they rented out residential hotels. Um, what? so it was very weird. Like I, like lived down the hall from my like uh, kid in my tap class, and then also like these Israeli drug dealers <laughs> that lived down the hall, and like my friend lived next door to a, to a sex worker who would like drop off weed because um, the she because we were stupid enough to smoke random weed from strangers, but but the um, the woman would not smoke weed that her Johns gave her. But uh, so anyway, it was uh, it was a weird time of life. I was still like 17. And uh, I remember they, there was like a security guard who asked me to go get him a 40 around the corner. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, I'm only 17. He's like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, Oh, cool. All right. There's like no loss here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love this city. Um, and so we, have, we, anyway, when I first moved there, there was like all this mandatory fun that I think a lot of schools do like the first week, like orientation E stuff. And, um, one of the things was a circle line cruise, which is like a, you know, like a little cruise ship that goes all around the Island of Manhattan. Um, but this was a month after nine 11. So it was devastating to do this <laughs> fun thing. So we all get on this cruise thing and, um, and it's so weird because, until you get to the lower part of the island, it's like what it's supposed to be. Like there's a DJ and people are dancing and, uh, and then we slowly get to lower Manhattan and it's still smoking. Like it was, you know, not even a month later, like just a month later. And so it was still kind of on fire and it was absolutely devastating. And, everybody's quiet right so it went from like a house party to silence it was kind of like like election night i mean it's different but like remember everybody was like Woo! and it was just like yeah. and it got really bad really fast um that was like this um it just got uh, so sad and so real and so awful and it's full of like a bunch of like i was 17 pretty much everybody on there i think the oldest person like in the incoming class was like 22 or something like these are young people so they also don't have like the capacity or emotional tools to like deal with stuff like this and um and then as we're like going around uh seeing all the the devastation and it's super sad um just spontaneously all because it's musical theater school 
all these fucking musical theater students start singing the national anthem. (laughs) (laughs) One of those moments, because like, I'm still a child, like, what the hell do I know about anything? But I knew very clearly, very strongly, and immediately that this was gross and not okay. It was like not patriotism. It was not like support for first line workers. It was a bunch of gross theater kids, like listening to their own pitch and like with each other. And it was horrifying. And then there were like some teachers that were like really moved. It really reminds me of the Imagine video that just happened that like a bunch of dumbass celebrities were like, look at hell. And it was like, it was quite bad. It was just like, what is happening? And it was just terrible. And I remember just being like, um, I don't know. It was hard. Like, I think we were all pretty like instantly, like we were in shock when 9-11 happened. But like watching that, I was just sort of like very confused about like what, uh, like people, like I was just confused about people because I was like, this was weird. Everybody got very selfish and odd and like trying to like shine in the midst of devastation and it made me very like what did i i made a i made a bad choice to come here or at least in the musical theater program which is like i feel kind of bad saying because right like we all saw some good news you know uh with john krasinski and hamilton like there's so much that like the arts can do to like lift you up at this moment but that wasn't that that was just, it was just <laughs> an indulgent and terrible <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's like my, that's my story. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. If you have any questions about the Amped experience, you know, I feel like there's just a lot of that after, uh, that's like before the internet too. So it wasn't like there was kind of pre-celebrity video or whatever. Uh, it's a weird yeah. point to make but uh i don't know like i was in wisconsin in high school like in my senior year of high school and like even like I, that's even a bigger stretch i think to like make to like i don't know do uh a song in choir or something like that or you know what i mean like you're at least <laughs> I feel like people were like moved to do something and sometimes that energy is just like uh misplaced. I don't know. I don't have really any Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. I feel like it's lovely if a chorus in Wisconsin wants to do that or raise money for frontline workers or something. It was something about being like right there. Like we're staring right yeah. at the devastation everybody singing and it was just like this isn't real. Like it wasn't a real mo- it wasn't genuine. It was just like Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, those are, I do feel like that is like a tight rope to walk or whatever. And I don't always have the, like, like, I think it comes up at like, if I've been to a funeral or something and it's like, does anybody want to say anything about this person? And it's like, what, (laughs) how much of this is like, uh, (laughs) saying, yeah. And and when my, at my grandpa's, like after his funeral, we like all had like kind of a, um, what I don't know what it's called afterwards. Not a reception, but a wake. The wake before. Sort of luncheon or something. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah. 
and like there were a lot of his old friends there and stuff like that and uh my uncle like it's always just dangerous to be like well i thought now we'd take the time if anybody wants to share stories or whatever and it's like it i it is almost like you can predict it beat for beat it's like very quiet nobody does it then one person does it and then it starts this effect where everybody's doing it. And then there was just this one guy who shared like three or four times and the stories were getting like, <laughs> it was like anybody else. And he'd be like, well, I'll go again. Uh, and each story was like progressively less about my grandpa. Like <laughs> it was like, Hey, I knew him uh, back in Fort Collins. Ugh. One day in Fort Collins, I was driving around and it was like, oh, that was just like you A to seed your way into a story. Uh, <laughs> you. Um, I, those like moments of like sincerity and like, I, I think like they're mostly well-intentioned, but it is always like, I always err on the side of like, nobody wants to hear from me about this, right? Like, um, how do, yeah, how do I like contribute my feelings in a way that doesn't feel like me being like, Hello. Um, yeah. That's a tricky little like tightrope to walk, like not in speaking at a funeral necessarily, but I think just like, that's one of the reasons why I think it's good to unplug from social media sometimes is like, there's almost a pressure to be like, here's my take on, <laughs> here's my thing. And then mm -hmm. like, but no one really wants to. Formative grief. Kind of. <laughs> or something. Or just yeah. like. Uh, yeah, like some, someone called it someone called it um oh god uh like um like sympathetic olympics right <laughs> like it's almost like an event to be more uh more empathetic like to, to tell your story or your thing or how you're affected it becomes a, a competitive event mm -hmm. that happens whenever a celebrity dies everyone's mm -hmm. like he was very yeah. important to me for this reason i met him once here's a picture of me with them here's a whatever <laughs> it's like it starts to turn yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm guilty of it i mean like i'm 100 like the social media thing made like yeah i'm, I'm so guilty of that Posting stuff where I'm like, well, I I had an interaction with that person. <laughs> Mom, Mom, did you did you see on the news? Uh, uh, God, um, there's a there's a oh a wormhole opened up over over Manhattan. Oh my God. And um, <laughs> and all these aliens are coming out, of it and the Avengers are are like fighting, and all of Manhattan's being like de devastated right now. Have you seen this on the news? No, I don't. No, you, this is the first time you're hearing about it. Thank you. For yeah, me. it's wild. Anyway, um, I just wanted to call and check in. I'm about to get on the bus, and uh, <laughs> I'm about to get on the bus and head up there. Follow my dreams. So, I love you, mom. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I think hmm? maybe you should just maybe pause. Like, let's just pause for a second, because um, the industry will always be there. You can just wait to go and learn how to harmonize. Mom, I'm, I'm already <laughs> 17. Okay, it's it's not going to be there forever. I know, I know, but it just if the Avengers are out, I think I think that's something we should take notice of. Look, it's New York know. City. Magical things happen there. Magical okay, things, not so devastating things, apparently. 
<laughs> Mama, you really gonna step on my dreams like this? <laughs> we talked about this, all right? You no, know, I hate to. I hate to put your safety over your potential success. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if it makes you feel any better, Dad said you know he would drive me up there, so I I won't take the bus, and and Dad and I will go up. Okay? No, you're the two most important people in my life. I. When after I had you, I said, I love so deeply and so much. This is it. I can't have any more children. I <laughs> every part of my heart is in this child. And every and, part of my heart is in my music and honey, my desire to be on stage. Honey, yes, have yes. you seen my headshots? I'm going to bring our boy up to uh, the city. And I thought I might just swing in for a little, uh, <laughs> a little Law and Order audition. See if I, uh, the old guy still got it. Okay, one, you're the love of my life, my partner. I can't have you just going into danger like this with our only son. And two, you, I've told you several times, you can't just go into a casting office. You have to wait. Mom, let him away. let him follow his dreams, okay? <laughs> Come on. I would make a perfect predator on that SVU show. You know every time we go to the park, people give me weird looks. Yeah, I really hate when you say that and you're like, I'm trying I'm re- it's research. I'm I'm research to be at this playground alone. I figure everyone wants to be, you know, the superhero, but how many guys are out there trying to be the creep? I'm gonna <laughs> I just I don't you're making me the bad guy. Do you understand that? I have to no, be the bad guy. You have to be like the fun predator that goes into the city with our musician son, and I have to be the bad guy who's worrying about the wormhole. It's just not fair. The aliens are the bad guys, and the Avengers are gonna take care of them. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, I wish I could believe that, but I've lived a lot of life, son, and things don't always turn out the way you think they will. There's a lot of gray. There's not a lot of good and bad. I can protect him. Okay, let's all let's not forget. I was in Vietnam, uh, stationed in Germany, learning to ski. (laughs) First of all, you gotta stop whipping out that card. You make everybody uncomfortable, and then you undercut yourself. It's too much. It's too much. Also, skiing is not going to help anybody here. I mean, we don't know that. They don't have a skiing Avenger <laughs> or a skiing Predator. I feel like I'm kind of a double threat. I'm going to pack the skis just in case. <laughs> we, uh, got to the, we got to the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> Captain America, I'll launch into the alien's wormhole as Iron Man and uh, try to create a big-time distraction. You get it with your shield. Hey, uh, who's this? This guy's... <laughs> your name's Randy? We see me trying... Yeah, I'm just trying to click into my skis. <laughs> it's been Why? about 30 years. <laughs> huh? I think, uh, the sir- bindings, I think the bindings are too far apart. I think you're... I, oh, I think you might be right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I haven't been in these in a while. Uh, since okay. Uncle Sam t- uh, tasked me to protect this country. <laughs> Click. You, uh, you served in the military? Uh, yeah, I was in Vietnam and Germany skiing. Okay, I'm... <laughs> I was frozen for 70 years, so I missed the Vietnam War, but I don't think it happened in Germany. <laughs> 
I was in Germany in World War II. <laughs> Look, anyway. Do you not remember what story you were? I'm a little disoriented because there's there's a wormhole and there's aliens. Tony, you fly up there. Uh, 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 Hulk, <laughs> you uh, you go smash some stuff. And ski guy, what are your special skills? I'm pretty good at skiing. Um, uh, and some people, <laughs> some people say I look like a predator. <laughs> I could see it. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> we see, uh, we see a he- a Captain America's headshot sticking out of his uh, <laughs> USA suit. And what are you gonna do? Where are you going? I, I I just look. I figure not all six of us need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> You're here now, so I thought you know since I'm here, I know that uh, that there's they're casting a like a McDonald's uh, spot, all right? And it's a national, it's a national spot, and those are hard to come by, okay? And those are those are good money, you know. I could be set up for like a year off of that if I get it. So I thought I'd pop in real quick. I got the look. I'm all American guy. So yeah, we see Hawkeye behind him. Red leather, yellow leather, <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> You're going for the McDonald's. Hawkeye, what yeah, yeah. I didn't know there were lines. Are there? Is it a speaking role? <laughs> well, you're allowed to play with it once you get in the room. Oh, good luck in there, by the way, uh, Captain America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good you haven't luck. taken any improv classes. Oh. You're going to be. <laughs> Hulk SAG eligible. Uh. <laughs> we cut to How the casting office in Midtown. <laughs> okay, we're gonna bring you in groups. We're gonna bring you in groups. So just um let's see, I've got uh this is Hulk <laughs> Captain America. Who am I missing? Okay. Who am I missing? Hello. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all we've right. all uh, we've all actually worked together before, so if we could okay, be. Okay, I don't need to know that. I don't need to. Um, sure, 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 sure. Because it's not like we're bringing in you. We're bringing you in as individual actors as a group. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Anyway, there's um, like 15 people who are there via laptop. Uh, so just uh, go ahead and file in. The director's in there. Come on in. Come on in, and then you can just. Um, so you guys are you're at McDonald's. You love mm. it. Um, you're loving it and, uh, let's, we'll do it once straight and then we'll do another one where you can, you know, have fun with it. Where's my eyeline? He looks over at Hulk and um, Captain America, like to the two biggest dipshits ever lived. <laughs> Where's my eyeline? It's just, um, well, you're just talking to your friends, so you don't, there's no need to like be looking out. So okay. just, um, yeah. Good to know. Right. I have to ask every time. So, Killian. All right. Does everybody, everyone in the room have a sandwich to eat loudly while we do this? Okay. And go for it. Uh, 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 You're not going to sing the jingle, actually. That's just like a little tag. I I was told we were allowed to improvise in the room. Yeah, we're going to do one straight. Just read what's on the board. It's about the, do you see right here where it says the, I can get a double quarter pounder with cheese. I thought we were supposed to look at each other. I'm sorry. I was confused not to look at the board. Uh, Thank you so much for coming in. I think we had, I think we got it. Yeah, thank you. Can we take it one more time? I don't want to be grouped in with these guys. 
I think no, I nailed it. We yeah. see the fabric of the I room there and starts to get like shaky and sucked up into the sky. <laughs> Can we just run one more time? Oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right, well, we're all going to miss uh, Dale. Um, he was, I know he was a family member to yeah. some. Uh, he was a friend to others and a mentor to most, uh, a real beacon in the community. Um, so as his son, I'd like to open it up uh, to anyone who'd like to share an anecdote or a story about my father, um, maybe a way he touched your life. It doesn't have to be flowery or anything, but now is the time here at this luncheon um, to uh, to kind of open up and tell us what you think. Anyone? It's okay. You don't have to jump at it right away. Uh, yeah, sure. Hi. Um, <clears throat> hi, everybody. Uh, hey, Sport, how you doing? Um, yeah, Dale. Do you mind introducing yourself? Dale and I knew we... Oh, hi. I'm I'm I'm, Jer- I'm Jerry. Uh, I've known. I knew your father. I knew Dale. God, my whole life. Um, we've you know we weren't we fell out the past couple of years, but we grew up together. And um, you know, I had a rough childhood, and uh, I lost both my parents when I was very young. And um, Dale, you know, he took me in, and he he. Uh, him and his family, they took me in and I, uh, you know, treated me like a, a, a brother and a son. And he was like a second, second family for me during a real hard time in my life. So that's well, all that's I got to say. That's all I got to say. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry about your parents. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's, yeah. Hi, um, hi, uh, hi I'm, I'm Rose. Um, hi, hi I, uh, I'm so sorry for your loss, and um, Jerry. I'm sorry for your for your parents. As well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I knew Dale. Um, God, I would see him whew, like every um, just like every six months or so. Um, I'm the receptionist at his dentist, and um, he just was always really nice, and um, he always. I just, he was, he always had a smile and it, um, and, and he always paid his bills on time. Like I never had any trouble with this insurance. And, um, I just, I don't know. It's just hard for me because I've had a really hard year. I'm getting over a divorce and, um, it's really hard when you think you found the person, like you, you, like you fall in love, you make a commitment and it just, you grow apart. Like you don't even know how it's happening. It just is happening underneath you. You're just, you're showing up for life every day, but the connection is being lost at the same time. Like you can be in bed with a person and not even really know them anymore. And it's just been a, just a horrible year. It's awful. And I want to believe in love. I do, but I thought I found it. How do you find that again? You know? Thank you. 
Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Also, um, our people didn't get any of the um, they're like mini sandwiches. They weren't like a full sandwich. They were like tiny ones. Yeah, it's serve yourself. And we were like, where are they? Um, okay, guys, we can just get up and get our own stuff. So we'll get I should put a sign out or something. I'd like to share something. Can I help myself to sandwiches while I uh, am sharing? Is that okay? I don't want to lose my place in line. Um, I'm sure there's enough for everybody, I think, but okay. You know, to go do however you'd like to do it. Um, I was uh, I was uh, Dale's uh, mailman, so he could say I'd see him every day. Uh, and you know, His I'm mailman. sorry for for everyone's loss. <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone's loss and for your rough childhood and your divorce. And I just, you know, I I really appreciated Dale. I felt like I got to know him really well and. I, 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 you know, the, the Dale, he'd only, ne- I never brought him a package in my whole life. Never brought him a package. So it was always easy on the old legs. Um, I played varsity ball uh, <laughs> through high school. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to make it in the pros. Uh, I was going to make it in the pros, but I, uh, I, I got wrapped up in it with a bad sort of people. Uh, I, I did some mixed martial art and kind of what you'd call like, uh, not quite, uh, uh sanctioned, um, and, uh, popped my, popped my uh, ACL, uh, kicking this guy in the face and, uh, <laughs> threw my whole <laughs> career away playing varsity ball. And so I have to, I, I had to get a job working as a mailman, uh, and the benefits are good. You know, I like doing it. Um, and I'm still, I mean, like if okay. they gave out, uh, they gave out varsity jackets, uh, for, uh, postmen, I'd probably get one, but people ask for a lot of things. Those Alexas okay, yeah. aren't as light as people think. And, uh, <laughs> so push me back from the microphone. <laughs> Yeah, if I could get back up there. How did you get one of those mics that attaches to your own ear? I mean, I just want to. I just want to say because I feel like a lot of these stories aren't really encompassing Dale. You know, the Dale that I knew. Maybe I knew him the best other than something about my dad or how he touched your life. That would be great. I'd like to. And look, I am sorry about your divorce. I'm sorry about your divorce, and I'm sorry about the heavy Alexis. Sorry about your football. Career uh, and your mixed martial art career, Thank you. your underground mixed martial art career. I am sorry about that, but your story actually reminded me of another story about Dale. So I thought I, if I could go again, uh, you know, and these little mini hamburgers are delicious. Uh, so kudos on that end. Um, but speaking of mailmen, uh, your father and I, uh, God, we spent a lot of our time in our 20s hanging out at this bar where there was a a whole bunch of goofy characters. And we spent so much time there. There was a mailman down there. Uh, The bartender actually used to uh, pitch in the minor leagues. Uh, uh, They called him Mayday Malone. Uh, 
Uh, and then uh, there was this big fat guy called Norm who always used to come in. And when he came in, we'd all go, Norm! Uh, your, your father loved that. Okie dokie. Always the, the, the cracked tail up. And then there was a psychiatrist who used to come in. Uh, Frazier. I don't know what happened to him. I think he moved to Seattle at some point. Uh, <laughs> I think he had a successful radio show in Seattle. Uh, oh, man. Good times were had by all. Hey. By all, especially your dad. Uh, they loved him down there. Coach, Woody, uh, <laughs> Diane, uh, Rebecca, and Dale. That's uh, Those were great times. Oh, God damn it. Who brought the goat? He ate all the little finger sandwiches. <laughs> Rochelle! Rochelle, you promise not to embarrass me this time. All right, so that'll do it for the meat improv. Had some technical difficulties at the end, but maybe you didn't even notice, dear listener. So uh, uh, there you go. Uh, so thank you so much, uh, Lydia and Colin, for coming on. Um, thank you for having, having us. Glad you're all. S- Glad you're all safe and quarantined. <laughs> Glad you're not in New York, Lydia. <laughs> uh, you too. <laughs> uh, so if you like, you can we can plug stuff now. It could just be your social media or anything. I don't know anything at all. Um, let's start with you, Colin. Um, I have nothing to plug <laughs> because uh, you know quarantine. So um, no no upcoming shows or anything like that. But uh, hopefully the UCB theater will open back up and I'll still be a part of it. At which point, uh, you know, I perform there with my Herald team, Cheeks. Um, I have a uh, Twitter account, which I think is uh, CM McGurk, Colin Michael McGurk. Uh, uh, and my Instagram is McGurk. Both of those I'm on fairly regularly. You can check them out if you'd like. Uh, Lydia, what do you got to plug? Uh, it's nothing but yeah, it's my smiles and hugs from a distance. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I don't really post so I'm feeling weird about it. And uh, But it's Lydia Schmidia. And, uh, and then it's just my name, Lydia Hensler, on Twitter, which is like extremely liberal. So if you're not, just don't, just don't, just don't. Follow <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't I can't. I'm, I'm like... I'm very, I'm like angry liberal, but also like very sensitive. So <laughs> just leave me alone. Um, feel free to fade. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Just stay safe. Stay home. Awesome. <laughs> we Wash your hands. Stay home. Wash your hands. Buy bandanas, unless you're like Colin Hart's got a lot. Oh, I am set on the bandana train, everyone. <laughs> oh. Jake? Um, yeah, you can just follow me at Wake Up With Jacob on social media. Uh, that's about it, I think. Yeah, I like that. Stay home, grab a bandana, hang out, uh, be safe. <laughs> I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter, Josh Simpson on Instagram. Uh, I'm doing a free workshop most Saturdays and some shows on Friday nights, so you can find all that out on Woohoo Improv on Facebook or on my Instagram. I announce it all there. Um, and... I'm on Dave on the episode six. So 
catch a little snippet of me on Dave if you're bored and watching Hulu. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, I agree with everyone else. Wear bandanas, wash your hands, take care of each other. We'll see you next time on The Meat. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.